Hey, you guys. I don't know if I've ever told you how I got dragged in Nairobi. My Instagram family knows this story. But I don't know if they know it all. Yo, if you're from Instagram, maybe I have some details here that I didn't mention because my mom follows me and my dad. And I don't think they know about this podcast. But if my aunt hears this, he, she is definitely, definitely going to tell them. Anyway, welcome to my podcast. It's your girl Noah. I'm so happy to be here after a really long time. I'm excited for my listeners. You guys are growing. We are growing. And we're gonna be better. We're gonna make the best out of this. I promise. I promise. Anyway, this particular day, I live in Thika. Yeah. I live in Thika on this particular day. I'd come from school and I was to pick a painting from, it was a really, it was quite a distance from this stage. Okay, there's this particular area, they sell the sand, which is used for building, the one they mix with cement. I've forgotten the name of this particular place, but towards that end. So before I reached there, this guy was walking behind me and he came and walked started walking beside me and he said how he likes people he thinks i look good because he like women you know i was like why are you giving me a bacana compliment like you can just say you like how i look you think i look pretty you don't have to say the extra details and he was so sweet about it he was like i'm so sorry about that he was explaining himself and he didn't know Bacardi compliments was a thing. And it was just a good conversation. You know, like a stranger. You guys, you've met men. Even the taxi drivers, the matatus, the border border riders. Like when they start calling you, like calling you sweetie, mrambo, you look well. Hello, if you reject them, they be insulting you, shouting at you telling you how ugly you even look. But this guy was being so reasonable. The maturity of it, like the maturity of that conversation was just amazing. I was attracted, not attracted to him, like, you know, at his sexually or whatever. So like he started asking me what I do. And I was like, I'm a student. And he, t- he told me he was an architect is was i don't know if it's the truth or a lie but given the events i think it was a lie he told me he was around here you know he had come to buy the sand for a particular project he is doing in Sambu. he lives in Sambu, you know and all these juicy details and i tell him what i do in school and he's like you know, relating to the course, telling me that we shall meet sometime and talk about it. You know, he he likes like what I don't know. I don't know why I, f- I don't feel like telling you what I do in school. I don't know why today is just that day. I'm sorry, today is that day, but I'll mention it one day. Maybe I have if you've been listening to my podcast. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, I was just so happy. He was an older man, say, um, late 30s to early 40s. Yeah, he was about that age. And he was just a cool person. 
someone would want like not too much but perfect like some well-ironed shirt the cologne was just right not too much not too little his head was i'm a really observant person like for sure if you walk to me i'm an artist like i have to like look at you i have to look at you you see like people could look at you and tell you you've won bad but I really have to look at you and see the story of it. So, like, I could see how cool of a person he was. And then he had these khakis, not the original khakis, the khakis that you always have once you've lost your khakis. You know those khakis, yeah. He had that type of khaki. It was a Toyota khaki. I still have it, by the way. I still have it for memories, memories of that day. Anyway, since I was attracted to this particular con- conversation... But these events took place in during last year. Took place in last year, sorry, not during last. Took place um, early mid last year when, like, you know, Corona was just fading. Anyway, since we exchanged contacts, we started talking for about a month. So we became, we developed friendship. And the reason why we didn't meet between during that month is because we were both very busy you know he was busy with work apparently and i was busy with school or he was busy because i was busy because he couldn't force a meetup i don't know so this particular day we decided to meet on a monday in garden city thicker road uh we were to have like lunch a lunch meeting date talk about because we're really talking about you know good conversation like encouraging things just positive vibes it was just vibes i didn't even develop a single attraction for sure it was just a basic conversation i'm just making that clear anyway i get to garden city and i wait for him like cappuccini ground floor safari home and then he comes Cool guy, except the khakis. I noticed them. Cool guy, right shoes, right trousers, right shirt, perfectly ironed, right cologne, and he had a mask on. But this, I didn't have a mask on. I did not have a mask on. And then he had papers on his hand. So he told me before our lunch, he's going to like, you know, do some transaction at the bank. The bank is like at the top floor of Garden City. So, uh, I think it's just two floors. Yeah. So, like, we go up and I sit outside. Outside, like, there's a clinic there. There were seats. There was a really long line. So, he goes in at the bank. I remember it was either KCB. I think it was KCB, yeah. It was KCB. He goes to the bank. 10 minutes, he's out. When we were going up, he was receiving these calls from this particular person. And they, he's, it seemed as if they were to meet at a certain time, which was like about that time. Yeah. It was just a con- consistent phone call. Like, he could call. This guy hangs up. He calls again. This guy hangs up. After he has told them after they have had an agreement. I don't know if it was an agreement. You know. 
anyway he goes into the bank he comes back i'm just seated there after like about 10 minutes and once he's seated he gets this call and his phone goes off and then he asks me if i have a charger i'm like no i didn't carry a charger and he says yo it's fine so he tells me if he could borrow my phone to like place this number then call him because it's his client as much as he's being annoying he can't like deny his call or not calling back or not have any connection at all because he's bothering so anyway i give him my phone gladly and he places this number he had mastered it on his head and then he calls him and then he tells him he'll meet him in like 30 minutes so yeah this guy asks me if i have 300 main pesa in my pesa i had more than 300 shillings but then i told him no i don't have 300 main pesa but i have 200 shillings should i send it to you and then he says yes so i send it to him in my head i don't even remember his phone was off he says thank you that he'll return it as soon as possible i mean he was paying for lunch he called me out for lunch i don't mind 200 shillings so you see like how africans when someone puts a pin you just look away it's obvious you don't have you don't tip people's pins even though you know you you won't sell their card like you just look away i think this ninja didn't look away anyway he tells me he feels like going to the washroom the washroom is at the first floor so we go down to first floor and he had these papers in his hand he still had his car keys when he got out of the bank he had papers with him like two papers wait did he have two papers hold up he had these papers he had these papers in his hands when i walked in Sorry, I forgot about that detail. When I walked into like Garden City, when he came to meet me, he had the papers in his hand and he had a mask on. Hopefully, I didn't mention this and I'm not repeating it. Anyway, I'll just edit it. So, uh, when you get to the, the when you get to first floor, he leaves his key khakis with me and the papers and my phone. He First of all, he puts the khaki in my bag and he puts the papers on my hand. My bag's zip was open, so he put it there and he puts the papers on my hand. We were really comfortable with each other. We were like, you know, friends, friends, just friends. Anyway, he goes, walks into the washroom and this guy calls my phone after every two minutes. Not even two minutes. After every one second, I've told him that your guy has gone to the washroom. He's coming back. He calls again. So the third time, this guy walks back from the washroom. And this guy was on call with me. And he takes my phone and starts talking to him. And they're like not having a really clear conversation. And then he tells me if I could wait for him for five minutes, then he'll be right back. So I don't even look which direction he went with my phone i remember i started i started i stood there that's the only thing i remember that's the only memory i remember like between that and like two hours later because all these events happened around 2 p.m it was i think 4 p.m 
when I'm back to myself, I'm seated at the bench and there are like two people seated beside me. On my right, there's a lady. On my left, there's like this old man. So I'm seated there and I look at my wristwatch and it's telling me 4.16 p.m. I'm in shock. I'm in shock. Like it's been two hours. What am I doing here? What has happened to me? I'm in shock. I was in shock for almost an hour. Still waiting for this guy to come. Because in my head, I'm like, maybe he came and then we had a conversation and then he went back. I've just forgotten about it. I've just forgotten about it. So I literally waited for about 40 minutes and I asked the guy on my side if he could help me with his phone. I called my phone. I've given it to someone and I really need to communicate to them. So he hands me his phone and we call my phone for like three times it's telling me it's Muteja. i'm like no my phone was fully charged but maybe this guy swapped and places sim card in mine since we didn't get the charger so yeah makes sense may, might make sense so i'm like just chilling there for 10 minutes and then i decide to ask the lady on my right can i call my phone your mom still having these papers on my hand it doesn't click to me i have papers in my hand so five minutes later, I'm looking at this paper and there's a number written there and there's his name written there. I decided to go to their security and I just tell her. This time I knew um, I was robbed. My phone has gone. Gone, gone, gone. Bye, bye, bye. I decided to ask the, to explain to the security lady and tells me to give her like two minutes at an repair phone because she's at work. She doesn't want to be fired. Because they're not allowed to have phones. So she has, she gives me a phone after a few minutes. It was already, I think, six. It was getting darker. There was a security at the parking. Yeah. And then she hands me a phone. She said to call this phone number, which has been on the paper. It's telling me it's not been in service. It's not in service at all. So, like, she tells me, oh, baby girl, you've been dropped for sure. You've been dropped. Do you know what the car looks like? I was like, no, I don't know the car. This is the key I have. And she was like, no, but you know, this is not the original key though. This can be just a dummy. Like, I was like, yeah, sure. And then she told me, I go to the CCTV footage room and then we can figure out where this man went, what his number plates are. And I was like, mm, probably doesn't have a phone. So, do you know what I decided to do? I call my mom because I don't have phone. That's the bottom line. I don't have the phone. The story doesn't matter. You know. Call my mom for my story of how I was getting out of a car and my phone failed on the road and it just broke and I don't have a phone and I'm in town and I need the handed bob urgently. You know when you have your like six K for saving. That's that was not meant to be your transport. My transport was meant to be like in my card and the bank was closed was closed anyway and then i remember this a safari shop grand floor i go to safari shop i renew my line at first they were like no madam you have to pay first i was like yo as soon as i swear to god i want to leave out of here without this line with this line i want to leave with this line if i've not paid as soon as you're done you just ring my phone and help me your phone for a minute I withdraw money, I will give you. 
I will give you the money, I promise. So they do that and I look in my investor balance, I'm in shock. I'm in shock. I'm seeing 109 shillings. Do you know how much I had in my Mpesa? I had 6,000 shillings. So this 100 shillings my mom just sent. And this guy decided to leave 9 shillings. He decided to leave me 9 shillings. So I was like, mm, hey, you're in a safari com shop. People are there. I was not the only one who lost their phone, but I was the only one. There's this guy who came and was like, his phone has been stolen. He needed a replace. Maybe it have money to. Re- he just replaced a smartphone, my guys. Immediately. I swear to God, if you cannot replace your phone the same day, you're broke. We are broke. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that happened. You're in shock, but you can't tell anyone. You can't act shocked because you're in public. My phone was expensive. It was just shocking in my head so we drew that money and i like told him thank you i went i got into the car i got to thika i went to the atm i withdrew like about 1500 was it 2000 and then i went to like the hospital and then i told the nurse this is what has happened if she could just check me quickly she checked me she told me there's no possibility of rape because you cannot see she could not see anything like that tells rape or plus it was a public place also they dragged into anything in my body because i didn't feel anything after that but she told me to come back again so i get to the house i'm just there the next day i buy myself a small phone which i used for like a week and then i got another phone anyway that was how i was dragged in nairobi and I still have that man's face in my head. I still have that those that khaki. I still have it. Those papers, I kind of just burn them. And when I opened my WhatsApp, you know, I could not... Oh, yeah, I did not back my messages to, like, get that number to, like, call it and confront. But someone told me, Good thing nothing happened to you because out here people are actually being stabbed just because of phones. Even though you give them your phone, you're stabbed and you're dead. Or hit just because of a phone. At least you're just drugged and nothing bad happened to you. Like, yeah. Anyway, be safe out here, you all. Be safe. Like, if you're meeting a stranger, be safe. Be vigilant. Every time I tell myself I'm vigilant... But then I realize I'm not until if you're going to your friend's house or some random person's house, be careful of what you drink. Like if it's food, let you people serve together. Like not that you'd be serving the kitchen then brought to your other table. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Even families like bring the food to the table we both serve from the same dish i don't know that's just what i believe in because life is too short you don't know what someone is thinking or plotting behind your back you might not have done anything but they might have a rumor from somebody and they just like want to kill you like it's fucked up yo it's fucked anyway thank you for listening you guys we're growing and i'm tired it's Currently, um, 12, 15 a.m. 
it's Friday. I have a visitor tomorrow and I didn't buy groceries. Oh my god, good night. I love you all.